Good morning, Celebration Church, and uh, welcome, uh, whatever campus you're joining with us today. As we uh, have been worshiping God and now are going to be looking into the Word, you're noticing all of you that, uh, of course, a lot of you are used to me in video anyway. Others of you are not. But today it has to be in video because of where I'm at this morning. Uh, a few months ago, I took a booking engagement. Somebody had asked us to come. And they said it's in such and such city, AK, which I thought was Arkansas. And I said, well, sure, because I'm thinking in my mind, hey, I can get to Arkansas in my plane, piece of cake, couple hours there, couple hours home, like normal, no problem. It wasn't until everything got going and I agreed to do this that I realized AK was not Arkansas, it's Alaska. Apparently, Arkansas is AR or something. I don't know, but AK is Alaska. We're talking the far side of the moon. 13 hours it takes to get to Alaska from Green Bay and a good 13 hours to get back home again. So there's just no way I could get back in time to be in the flesh for everybody on this Sunday morning. But we have the video and God's word is bigger than being in the flesh. Uh, this morning, I want to read to you in, uh, uh, from John, the Gospel of John, the fourth chapter and verse 35. By the way, for our Latino campus, lo siento, pero tengo que dar el mensaje solo en inglés hoy. So only the entire message today will be in English uh, because of the whole situation. So hopefully, if you're having a difficult time understanding, someone can... Uh, fill you in on, on stuff, but the whole thing is, is just in English today. Uh, normally, it's not like that. Okay, so uh, in uh, John, the fourth chapter, verse 35, Jesus says this, do not say, do you not say four months more and then the harvest? That's the normal thing. You know, guys, we got time, four more months, month, and the harvest is coming. But he says, I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. This morning, I want to talk about uh, our Go Beyond campaign. All this month, we're talking about this, a capital campaign that we're involved in so that we can reach out and touch more lives. Last week, I talked about how we can go beyond if we'll do it together. Today, I want to talk about we can go beyond if we'll look and see the opportunities before us. Now, in the NIV translation of the scriptures, which I just read from, which is what I almost always preach from, uh, they translated Jesus' phrase, open your eyes. When most other translations don't say, open your eyes, it's translated, I think, more accurately, lift up your eyes. And I think there's a big difference. Uh, without Christ, you do need to open your eyes because we're blind. The Bible says that because of sin in our lives, it's, we're blind. A lot of you, you know, you look back on your life and you think, Wow, what was I thinking? I was so dumb. I shouldn't have done this. I'd made these horrible uh, choices. I married this psycho crazy person. All, a lot of them, you think, why was I doing this? Is because you weren't walking with God in your life and you're walking around like this. Most people, despite their physical eyes opening, their spiritual eyes are glued shut because of sin in their lives. When we come to Jesus and we ask him to come into our lives, forgive us of our sins, 
we're born again, our eyes are open. We can now see. So it's not that as Christians we need to open our eyes. I think the more accurate phrase of lift up your eyes is what we're talking about here. Because even as Christians, even though our eyes have been opened, it's really easy to get stuck down, looking down, focusing on our life today, what I need to do today, how I need to deal with things today. It's so easy. We become myopic where you, you can't see very far past your immediate surroundings. I used to be very myopic. I had laser surgery, so I, so I don't like the, look like the human fly anymore. <laughs> I used to have pretty thick glasses, <clears throat> you know, and I know what it is. You take off your glasses, man, you, you, you get a real short field of vision. In my case, it was about an inch and a half. <laughs> it was pretty bad. But uh, what happens is we become myopic in our Christian life to where we can't see. We get so caught up in doing life. And it's a challenge because we still have to do life. We have to focus on what we have to focus on to accomplish what we need to do. But not only in our daily lives, oftentimes in our own personal ministries, we get so myopic. We get so focused on our area in the church. If you're a teacher, you know, uh, I'm just caught up in my teaching. If you're a singer, I'm so caught up in my singing. If you're uh, an organizer, you know, I, I'm so caught up in my organizing or, or the ladies ministry or whatever, that we can get so focused on it that we forget to look up, lift up our eyes, see what God is doing throughout. It is a problem in many churches. Oftentimes, even in churches, uh, Christians often get so caught up in their own little ministry that if that changes, they can't handle it and they leave the church. And they try and find some other place where they can find their little myopic experience. You know, I want to teach a Bible study about such and such. And all of a sudden you, you don't allow that anymore or something changes. Ah, you've violated God. I can't take it. And then they leave. Churches experience this all the time. We've experienced it. This is normal. Sadly, this is the normal Christian experience. Christians grow, they get strong in their faith, and they become myopic. And if you change their world, they can't handle it. And they, they don't know how to look at the greater ministry instead of their own personal ministry. And I talked about a little bit about, about that last week, mentioning it again today. Let's not just get so caught up in our own lives, our own families, our own day-to-day -day job and stuff, not even our own personal ministry and stuff. Let's, during this month of April, let me encourage you, lift up your eyes. I know, just calm down. I know you got a million things to do. I know you're passionate about whatever it is that you got to do, your ministry, whatever. Just Lift up your eyes, all of us. Lift up your eyes. Look at what God is doing as a group. If we will be more concerned about what God is doing as a group and get together and join together hand in hand, we can do great things for the kingdom of God. There's many challenges before us. That's why we're doing this campaign. It's a capital campaign. We want, one of the things we want to be able to do is, is raise extra funds so that we can look up and reach out to more people in our communities and, you know, through outreaches and stuff like that. But we also have to take care of capital concerns. For example, in Stevens Point, you know, there's some capital concerns there. We want to upgrade the broadcast uh, capabilities so that we can send the signal from there back here. Uh, we want to be able to uh, fix the <laughs> 
parking lot over there is pretty much a disaster. It's always been a disaster. We need to fix that. It's not going to be cheap. The building inside has been dramatically changed. You should have seen it when we first got there. But even after we were there and Pastor Chad came in with his vision and his creativity and inspiring and working together with you guys, I'm stunned every time I come to that building. The improvements in the facility is stunning. It's the only campus in the organization that keeps changing always for the better on the inside because of what you guys do. You, you take the most simple things, you, you fix this, you tweak that, and it's beautiful. But as beautiful as the inside has been changed, the outside still looks like an old, you know, industrial building. Uh, we would love to change the facade on the church. Let's do some things on the outside uh, in terms of building that it makes it look more like a church. When people drive by, it doesn't look like, you know, an old abandoned industrial complex. It looks like a church. Uh, we want to do that. In Appleton, um, we need to secure the facility that we have. We're in there right now. It's been a blessing from God to be in such a great place. But we don't have a long-term mortgage on the thing yet. We need to raise the money for the down payment so that we can do that. So that becomes a secure place for us to grow that church and that outreach in Appleton. We can't do it on our own. We need to do it uh, with you. Uh, the West Side campus, obviously they're meeting in a high school. Uh, one of the reasons, I mean, and that church has grown, that campus has grown very well. Hundreds of people go there every Sunday. <clears throat> but one of the main reasons why more people don't come is because it's in a school and it kind of feels weird to people. And if we're going to reach out, we have to lift up our eyes, look at stuff that's hindering people and try and address it. Uh, we're looking to get into a facility. We're not looking to raise millions to build some church from scratch. That's not our goal over there. Goodness. We, <laughs> I don't think in those terms. I promise you. But to raise enough money to take an industrial building or something like that, like we did in Point, and fix it up and make it into a church on the west side. So that is a place that's home over there. We need to do that with you. And of course, here on the east side, uh, there's capital improvements that need to continue to happen. And most importantly on the east side, to pay down the debt so that we don't pay so much interest and we can get the church refinanced. All of this is in a goal to lift up our eyes, join together. And just so you all know, some people have been asking me, all the money raised at each campus is going to stay in that campus. That's the goal. <clears throat> We're not asking people in point to pay down the debt in Green Bay. Uh, we're not asking uh, people on the east side to help pay for the a building in Appleton. It's this, each campus, we're doing this at the campus that you go to, that you're part of, to raise the monies so that we can make a difference. And this morning, I just want to pause for a minute and I just want you to, as I've been saying, lift up your eyes. I want you to take a look at what we have done together in just five years. It's really rather stunning. It's quite miraculous what God has done and is continuing to do. I want to play a little video for you that is going to give you a pause. Lift up your eyes. I want you to see the pictures of these, these churches or these campuses. One church, but the campuses, these locations. And I want you to hear the stories of some people's lives that have been dramatically changed for eternity because of what we have done together. Let's take a look at that right now.
Celebration Church, one thing we've always celebrated is our unique calling and God-given ability to bust out of the norm and do the things God has called us to do, even when many said it couldn't be done. We've specialized, it seems, in accenting and accelerating the impossible. From our small beginnings in Stevens Point, to the transition to the East Green Bay campus, and then West Green Bay, then you had the Latino campus, the Appleton campus. We've always taken the next steps that we felt God was directing us to take. Beyond means going into the entire world. It means taking out, giving out, distributing to anyone who will listen through personal witness, gathered worship, preaching, electronic media, local and foreign missions, giving out what God has put in us. Going beyond means breaking borders, busting out of comfort zones, freedom from the familiar, going beyond what we think might be the limits of our human capacities so that other people might hear about the amazing Savior who has made himself known to us. It is saying yes to Jesus' command to go into all the world, to preach the gospel to all creation. Sometimes people ask the question, what is Celebration Church all about? Well, we're all about people. People whose lives have been impacted by the message of Christ. Impacting lives by securing the future of the church through debt reduction and refinancing the Eastside campus, a down payment for the Appleton facility, and money to secure the Westside facility. Before I started attending Celebration Church, my life was dedicated to myself. I said I believed in God, but my actions were just the opposite. Eventually, I rededicated my life to Jesus and started looking for a church that number one spoke the truth and accepted me for where I was at. And I found Celebration and immediately knew that it was the place for me. I had been attending Celebration Church for a few years, but I had not gotten involved with serving. When I heard that they were opening a campus on the west side and that they needed volunteers, I thought this would be a great opportunity for me to serve God and connect with other members of the church. Plus, at the information booth, there was this tall, good-looking guy, and I decided I'm signing up. <laughs> now, so we started volunteering in November of 2008, and it was great to just be able to give back. We met right after that first service on the west side. A few months later, we started dating and we fell in love and got married in January 2010. A year and a half later, our son Patton was born. And this January, we welcomed Emerson Grace to our family. And, you know, since Celebration Church has just, it's become a wonderful home for us and an excellent place for our entire family to grow in Jesus. Uh, it's just, it's great that Celebration loves kids here and embraces growing families. Um, our prayer is that our kids, our whole family, will continue to discover Jesus in this place and that people just like us would surrender their lives to God and be a part of something bigger to become all that God's created them to be.
Looking at the past, I can only say I wish I would have truly been involved in Celebration Church sooner. I found myself running away from God, not on purpose, but with a slow fate. Since connecting at church, God has done amazing things in my life. I've learned how to be a great dad, how to pray, and how to trust God in my marriage. Through my connection with friends, I've grown in my faith. I am so thankful for the blessing of Celebration Church in my life and in my family's life. It has literally and spiritually saved us. Impacting lives through our multi-site broadcast expansion. My wife and I attended a Laugh Your Way video conference at our previous church in Nashville, Tennessee. And through a job relocation, we found ourselves and our family moving up here to Appleton. And of course, once again, looking for a new church home. Through the Mark Gunger app on our phone and through technology, we saw that Celebration Church had a campus right here in Appleton. We began attending the Appleton campus in October of 2012, and we felt an instant connection to the church. We decided that this is where we would allow our roots to grow deep. We attended a life group, and soon we decided that we wanted to become members of this dynamic church. We are so excited to be part of a church that is making a difference here in the now and willing to go beyond through technology in bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ to our community, the state, and around the world impacting lives through outreach. I lived most of my life for myself. I was able to build my own business as a home builder and architect, and I thought I was living the dream. I had a big house, a beautiful wife, kids and money, and it all crashed down around me. I found myself turning to drugs. I lost my house, my wife, my kids, and my money ended up in N.A. at Stevens Point campus, where it wasn't long after I started going to Sunday services. I surrendered my life to Jesus, got baptized, and now my life is more blessed than I ever could have imagined. If it wasn't for the people at Celebration Church who have gone before me, dedicating themselves to God and to this ministry, I don't know where I'd be. They went beyond, and I was found. I want to go beyond and find others. In 2009, while serving a six-year sentence here in Wisconsin, and uh, well, I finally decided to give my life to Christ. After that, I was uh, I was sent to a minimum security prison here in Oneida, in Wisconsin. And while here, I was uh, I found myself attending the Bible study in Sangerby Powers Correctional Center, which is uh, connected through Celebration Church. They basically enlightened me with the, with the Word of God, and I was fortunate enough to come here to Celebration Church. And you know, if it's one thing that I could try to do is try to try to help others in the areas that that I that I needed help in, the areas that I got help in, which was uh, addictions. You know, I was a slave to them, to drugs and alcohol, and you know. Giving my life to Christ, he took that away from me, where I am no longer a slave.
We are now on a new threshold with new challenges, and it is time, once again, to go beyond. Come, take this journey with us. It will be boring, but it will be meaningful, and it will be life-changing. Change brings challenge, but we can do this Celebration Church if we do it together. Because with God, all things are possible. It's time to go beyond. Every time I see this video, and I've seen it several times now, it's almost impossible not to be moved deeply. I'm amazed at what God has done as we have done this together. It's not been about me. Quite frankly, some of these people that we heard these stories from, I've never even met them. Um, this isn't about Mark. This isn't about just one or two pastors. This is what we're doing together. But there's so much more that we can do if we will just pause from our daily routine, even our daily ministries, our daily lives, that we all have to deal with. I get it. But let's lift up our eyes. Look at what we can do together. One of the most encouraging ways of, of bringing that about is, is to do what we just did. Stop and look what we have done together. I think a lot of people are not aware because we're so caught up in our lives. We don't realize what we're doing. And there are so many more stories that we could tell. We just don't have the time. Uh, it's amazing uh, that are involved in this church, much less when you start adding all the people that we have touched in missions and the outreaches of this church and the ministries that are connected to this church. We are affecting positively for eternity the lives of thousands and thousands of people. <laughs> I just heard this last week. You know, we have this, our program. Uh, uh, is being carried uh, in uh, Africa. It's the top-rated program on Africa, the Christian African Satellite Network over there. Over 200,000 people watch the show. We are touching hundreds of thousands of people from the various ministries of this church. People we have no idea. It would be impossible to look up and see all that we're touching. But let's make an effort. Pause from your everyday world your own concerns, everything. Let's not be so caught up about me, 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 my, 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 and just for April. Let's lift up our eyes, look around, and say, what can we do together to advance the cause of Christ? Because I promise you, as powerful as any person can be on an individual level, we are much stronger, much more impacting if we do it together. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word, Lord Jesus. We thank you for the encouragement you gave your disciples to pause and to look up and to see the opportunities that are there. Lord, during the month of April, as Celebration Church stands before you, Lord, we want to pause, we want to lift up our eyes, and we want to look and see what is possible. It was a joy this morning just to lift up and see what you have done in the lives of so many. Lord, help us to have a vision for the future, a vision of what is possible. God, if we can just see the end result of what will happen in people's lives, if we will step up and sacrifice together, 
I believe, Lord, that people will encouragingly, excitedly sacrifice and do something significant. But only if we open our eyes, lift up our eyes, take a look, and see what we can do together. And Father, help us as we continue to reach out and touch people's lives. Open their hearts and minds that they can experience this wonderful God that we are so passionate about in trying to spread this message. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you all. We'll see you next week.